What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. Welcome back to the Divergent Sense podcast. I hope that you and your family had a wonderful holiday over Thanksgiving. Uh, You have recovered from the requisite food comas and so forth that I'm sure ensued. Hope your team won if you are a football fan. But we're here today. Uh, These episodes airing in December, of course. So, um, man, it's good to be back. Yes. Good to be back in the the seat here, uh, in studio, as it were. Yes, as it were. And I do hope that everyone stayed out of the wild turkey and didn't act like a wild turkey Mm. over, over Thanksgiving. Yes. That could be an episode, future episode. Self, uh, yeah. yeah. Self-control. I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not a popular one. No. No. Ben, what are we talking about today? So today we are going to talk about the perils of a performance mindset. Ooh. Doesn't that sound great? Yeah. Yes. We, we've talked about yes. this for context. We've yes. talked about the difference between performance mindsets. And relationship. And, 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 and learning yeah. mindsets. And learning mindsets, to, right? Uh, we, so we've did, we've talked about this a little bit. So let's dig into the perils. Yes. What do you so, see, Ben? So well, first I should offer this disclaimer. This is by no means anything that I'm an expert on. This is something that I am a student of, a current student of, and really, I'll be honest with you, a very new student mm. of. So what you're hearing from me is not the voice of years of experience. It's the voice of, huh? Isn't that cool? I just learned that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, because that's something that I've done my whole life, uh, and it took a very wise and patient wife, lots of good friends, yourself included, uh, and lots of dollars in therapy <laughs> to go, hey, you're evaluating yourself the wrong way. Yeah. And once I was tired of trying to convince everyone else they were wrong, because um, they all had the united opinion mm-hmm. that I was indeed living by a performance uh, mindset, I got to... Uh, Try to uh, take a different approach to how we were doing things. Well, just coming to that realization is often freeing in the sense of it's like you're carrying this heavy thing around and and you didn't realize how heavy it was until you took it off. And you're like, wow, I can move around a lot better this way if I can lean into this new understanding uh, of not living performance mindset lifestyle. Right. So... Um, and actually, and this will be a slight curveball based on our pre-recording meeting, but going in the kind of the relational pecking order, yep. if, if, if you will, or the relationship pecking order, um, I, well, and of course there's, there's no secret to the fact that, you know, I have an active relationship with the Lord. That's part of who I am. So that takes first priority right. in my life. But I, the way I was relating there. Mm-hmm. Was if I do good yeah. enough, then the Lord will be happy with me. Right. Not the Lord is happy with me. I am enough. All right. 
And because he's happy with me and I am enough, I want to do the best that I can. There you go. Very different. Totally. Right. Makes sense to the people in the know. I'm still unfamiliar with it because I'm like, yeah, but I did. No. Yep. But I did good. Nope. Nope. So I'm having to rewrite all of that. Absolutely. And And the balance of that, of course, is that we know the scripture also talks about the principle of reaping and sowing. Yes. So we know there are consequences when we don't do the things we know we should be doing or whatnot, but that doesn't have any bearing on our acceptance or the Lord caring, loving, being present with us. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, the performance mindset, no matter who you're relating to, unfortunately, albeit unhealthy, it can be a sustainable way to conduct a relationship. Um, and I'll get to that at the end, but it is very, very anemic uh, and, and, and un- unhealthy. Uh, and that, and that as it relates to, and this is what we'll get to, this the, the last topic, in the way of employment. Right. You don't have, the company has no loyalty, no, they don't care about you. They care about how you perform. You can go and you can have an active, successful career purely based on performance, re- yes. relationship with your company, but it's anemic. Yes. They pay you for what you did for them. It's a it's a it's a reward thing. So it accomplishes the essence mm-hmm. of the performance mentality, but it's a very it's just I don't want to say that it even that it's unhealthy because in the in the employment in the context of employment maybe it's not, but in the context of true relationship it's very unhealthy. Yeah, it's very surface uh, yeah. level, doesn't go very deep, uh, and it's not usually highly meaningful right or even perhaps fulfilling after a while even the most performance driven people you run out of things to achieve yes and then what do you do right uh you know so it's a it's if it's all based upon achievement and you know performing performing being the top this being the top that uh being rewarded for that there's also that back of the mind pressure that the moment you don't perform to that level Right. There's penalty. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so there's a, my wife, as you know, works for a global uh, company. Dr. Evil. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Skynet, I refer to it. Right. Sometimes. But it, the, the company she works for has a whole sales division, as most large companies do. And there's a pattern, a trend that I've noticed over the years that she's worked there. These salespeople who are going to be very performance oriented because that's how their pay structure is, move on after a certain yeah. period of time because they they they've achieved all they can achieve in that role. It's time to now move to another place and start again and keep achieving. Yep. When you uh, hit the glass ceiling, exactly. Yeah. Time exactly. to raise the roof. Right. I mean, you you max out on what your compensations can be. You start looking around and yep. go do it again. Now, is there an element? I think you touched on it really well, Ben, when you said like our relationship with the Lord, we do our best and strive to do our best, not so that he will love and accept us, but because he has loved and accepted yes. us. So it's it, the motivation behind that is different. Uh, and there's not that back of the mind fear. The moment I don't live up to a certain standard, right. his love and acceptance of me is going to diminish or go away. We don't, that, that gets removed when we understand the proper uh, relationship there. So performance is a thing. I mean, you know, hey, let's be honest. You have to perform to a certain level of competency to keep your job. You have to perform right. to a certain... But when it's your mindset, 
and that's what we're talking about today, right? The mindset and what the perils and pitfalls within that mindset truly are. Um, It can rob us of a sense of real meaning and fulfillment or, or even acceptance. Oh yeah. Because we're constantly striving to be accepted. Right. And now that's what I was going to tie it to. And I've, I've made no secret of the fact on here and bring it up predominantly in um, the depression update episodes, which I guess it'll be time for an update on one of those before too long. Um, But um, excuse me. Um, But I learned at a very young age that if I would perform well enough, that the people, my peer group that I was around wouldn't reject me, they would accept me. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, you know, because I was a likable person, because I was a funny person or whatever, if I could perform well enough, then I wouldn't get rejected. Right. Well, I've instilled that into my character. I just, but it's saturated yeah. everything. Yeah. It became a primary belief system. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so that's, that was as a performance mindset in relationship with the Lord. We actually did the first one and the last one together. So now we'll kind of, we'll close them together. Uh, but, but the, uh, the next up was marriage from a performance mindset. Right. right. Um, I lived that way. Um, all throughout the first one, all two years of it. Um, that, yeah, this is a practice marriage, I guess. Um, so, um, yeah, (laughs) but I, as long as no one was upset, I thought I was doing okay. It was one of the reasons I was so shocked when it when it came unraveled when it was walking. Hey, by the way, uh, I'm out. When now? I, I just literally from the time I found out mm-hmm. that the marriage one was over until she was out was like two and a half hours. <laughs> two two hours of conversation, thirty minutes of back. Yeah. So your your performance <laughs> right. mentality actually blinded you. Yeah, because I thought we were rocking and rolling. Because there was an absence of conflict? Yeah, no conflict whatsoever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's it, it can definitely impair our, our vision of reality. Right. Because we are basing everything on, if I'm not in trouble, I'm doing good. Yeah. Right? So, right, right. Uh, but yeah, and that, that is a setup. It's a, it is a peril, especially in intimate relationship like marriage. Right. Um, if, it's a, if it's all based on... Well, let's just be honest. Uh, from our faith background, marriage is a covenant, not a contract. Yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. So what? What? It's not an employment is, contract. It's not. No. And um, contracts are based on distrust. Yes. Uh, they are self protection. Yeah. Uh, that's that is the nature of a contract. I'm going to protect myself if you don't live up to the whatever stipulations of said yes. contract are. So if we have a performance mindset, we can very easily approach marriage that way, uh, that close relationship that way, that, hey, as long as you do what I need mm-hmm, you to do, mm-hmm. then we're, we'll be fine. That also, people do that for prolonged periods of time, but it is, it is rarely a very meaningful or fulfilling relationship. And often those marriages reach a point where whatever it was mm-hmm. that they were performing for changes, this is why you see people who've been married 20, 25 years, whatever. Kids are oh, gone now. I thought now. you were going to say 20 or 25 times. I was like, come no, on. No, 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 no. But 20 <laughs> or 25 years, and now the thing that they had in common was not that they had built their relationship together with value and meaning, but that they had kids and they were focused on that and everybody was living up to their whatever. Now that, that 
bonding agent, so to speak, is gone, those marriages don't have anything to stand on anymore. Cause right. they, they didn't, uh, they weren't connecting at a deeper level than what just performance mindset allows. Right. 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 So, um, so yeah. So in the, in the marriage thing, and of course we've said this several times, um, unclaimed baggage never gets unpacked. Truth. So I never claimed the baggage and the issues from marriage one. Right. Um, so you brought them with you. Yeah, I brought them with you. <laughs> I brought them with me because they had not been unpacked. They had as, not been as, claimed. as we all do. Yeah. When we don't unpack. I didn't know that. Right. Right. And I certainly didn't know anything about a performance mindset. Um, so when it, when, and I said it, it, it's sustainable, not in a healthy way. So my wife and I worked for years around my focus on making sure she was happy. If I did good enough, mm-hmm. then she was going to be happy. Exactly like how I sort of was relating to the Lord. If I do good enough for her, right, then she will accept me and love me. Well, it's it's a great fit to how the the first one dissolved. You know, it, true. It, it, it it's a it, it, it's a clean break and clean fit of. Well, I didn't perform well enough. First one ended. If I perform well enough, the second one won't end. Right. So that this is, but it's so broken. It's such yeah. a such a wrong way to look at it. And that that's something that again, she is extremely patient and uh, with me on. She worked on that um, four years with me. Is and in, and is still. She's walking with me through it right now while I'm rewriting that uh, that that performance mentality. It's hard because it's it is it's ingrained. It's, it's one of those things. It's like learning a new language, you know, because it is it is in the fabric of who I am. It's not like, you know, when you go from riding a bike to driving a car to back to riding a bike. You know, it's, it's not it's not a, a skill like that. This it is in the very way that I that that my that I'm wired, that I think, that I conduct myself, that I reason, that I make all my decisions by. It has saturated every component, and it is. It's a surgical removal process, and it is, and it has not been a lot of fun. Well, and it's been interlaced with the concepts of excellence, the concepts of, in our culture, drive home yep. as well. Uh, so many aspects of, of our life, it's reinforced yes. that performance um, is the key to everything. Right. Uh, so when we begin to, ch- and, and again, just let, for clarity for those listening, we're not saying that you don't have to do things. Oh, you definitely you have to do don't things. Don't have to uh, pr- actually perform. Yeah. It's yeah. the mindset that undermines us. Yes. I have to, to do a certain number of things uh, for our household to run correctly. I have to do a certain number of things for our vehicles to run yes. correctly and, and be safe to travel in and so right. forth. My wife's on the road today, made sure it was the tires were right, the, right. the fuel was sufficient, yep. and the, you know, the oil change had been done and all these things. So there is performance. We it's what we are. We do stuff. Yes. And depending on your job or whatever, there are certain standards that you do have to meet to maintain that Absolutely. employment. Yeah. But we're talking not about the actual doing. We're talking about the state of mind. When our mind and our own sense of value, our own sense of worth, our own sense of whether we're accepted is driven by the need to somehow perform. That if I do this, 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 and this automatically I get the things that I think I should have. 
uh, that mindset sets us up for a lot of disappointments. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. It sets us up for, uh, it can blindside us. If we, by our estimation, we think, oh, I'm, I'm performing great. Yes. Only to find out that maybe we were doing those things great, but those weren't the things that mattered. Right. Right. And so we can get submarined by that. Yes. Caught off yeah. guard by that. Yeah. Um, the, the, the nature of a healthy relationship, since we're talking about the, the marriage relationship right now, uh, is a, a commitment to love one another as we are right, and love each other enough to encourage growth in each other as so that we don't stay where we are. Yep. Um, and that takes time. Mm-hmm. That takes investment. Uh, and it takes trust. Yeah. Uh, and those are things that um, those things, time, investment, and trust bring about the reward of meaningful, fulfilling relationship. Yep. Absolutely. Performance mindset will not get us there. Nope. 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 And so, but that is the natural segue into the the next relationship on the totem pole, if you will, is parenting from a performance mindset. And this mm. does two things. <clears throat> One, it makes the, your kid's performance a standard of your success as a parent, but it also at the same time trains them to live under a performance mentality. Now, I've tried to think this every different which way that I can. I do not believe my parents ever held me to any type of performance standards. Okay? If they did, they would have been have to be a whole lot more upset with some of the grades that I brought home. <laughs> at least until my sophomore year. Right. Um because until that time it was all a joke. Um but you can't write too many jokes with the letter C and B. So, uh but anyway, I was a victim of this and and I realized this a number of years ago in the parenting thing is that I was, if my kid got in trouble at school, I felt like a failure as a parent. Like if I could parent him well enough right, that he or she, mm-hmm. mostly he, but he or she wouldn't get in trouble. Um, yet that's not how it works because he has his own personality. She has her own personality. They have their own ways. I, you know, at best, I think parenting is providing some some boundaries and some guardrails, right? Um, that gives them some safe space to to make mistakes, but learn from them, right? Because if it's strictly performance mindset, then you everything's great if, as long as you're behaving. The moment you misbehave, things are horrible and things are bad, and there's punishment. Yes, exactly. Uh, and there's a difference, a distinction that should be made. Um, even from the biblical text of the difference between punishment and discipline. Right, um, right. And discipline is a learning experience. It it has learning at its heart. It, ha- it has growth at its heart. Uh, yep. Punishment is a reactionary response to you just made me look bad. Yeah. Uh, potentially. Um, now, everyone listening to this, you, you have your own manners of, of discipline your kids. We're not getting into that. The no, point no, no, is... No, no. I think maybe the most important point is that you as parents are in agreement as to that method. And when it, you get a lot of trouble uh, in a household when you have different views of how discipline should take place, mm-hmm. that's a real sticky point that's mm-hmm. hard for some people to get past. So it requires a lot of communication and understanding and agreement. I think that the performance mindset, literally, we're, we're 
we're sowing it into our kids. Absolutely. And we're making, we're telling them, I will only love you and be happy mm-hmm. with you uh, if you always do everything right. Yeah. Um, but we know that humanly that's not possible. We make mistakes. People make bad choices and decisions. Sure. But as a family, our relationship as parents to our kids, we have to love them enough when they make bad choices, when mm-hmm. they make mistakes, and even allowing them to suffer some of the consequences of those things, helping them because the gro- goal is will you grow? Will you learn? And I'm going to be a safe place for that to occur. Um, when I was, our kids were younger, um, I always made sure that it, following any type of correction or any type of discipline that would happen, the conclusion of that encounter was always an embrace. Come sit here in my lap. I want you to know how much I love you. I care about you. They never left that experience thinking, dad's angry with me. Uh, he doesn't love me anymore right. uh, because I did something wrong. And now that, again, that is hard. Now, if yes. we're, you know, I had a friend years ago say, you know, we have to make a decision. Are we raising chickens or are we training children? Yes. Uh, if you're raising chickens, you just provide them a safe place and throw food at them. Yep. You know, I mean, that's that's what you do. Clean up after them. Yep. Uh, and if that's what you're doing, you're, you're raising chickens. But if you're training children, that takes time. It takes uh, an investment. It's hard. It, 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 um, it requires a, more cleanup. It, it does. And, and uh, But. The hope is that you love that child enough to do that work. Right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and again, the difference between performing, the performance mindset as a parent, as I see it, is more about what the goal of that parenting is. I want my children to grow, learn, be able to, ultimately, my goal was get out of my house and have their own house uh, yes. You know, at some point yes. in life, and, and that they be able to be successful adults uh and have a meaningful and fulfilling life uh and so we've provided the guardrails and the boundaries and we've given them a safe place to which they can make mistakes but learn from those and grow that's always going to be the encouragement and as long as our heart is there then we're not having a performance mindset with our children now are there consequences for their behaviors yes are there consequences when they make bad choices yes uh when i worked with students uh, I would have these conversations with the parents all the time. My child has no character. I'm like, I hate to tell you this, but you've provided no uh, consequences. Right. You've shielded them from all consequences of bad decisions. Right. That's part of how character gets developed yep. in us as we learn uh, yes. so that we can grow. So uh, performance mindset is a pitfall in probably every key relationship that mm-hmm. we can think of to, to our work, to our spouse, to our kids, to the Lord. Um, and it, it is not a fulfilling or meaningful lifestyle when you right. live under that mindset. No. Now, conversely, I've seen people go to the opposite extremes. I can do whatever I want and it doesn't matter because God loves nope. me. Right. Uh, I can do whatever I want because my wife loves me. Uh, she unconditionally loves me. So I can, I can just go screw up at my leisure. Yeah. That's, that's, that's ir- not a thing. That's not a thing. And it demonstrates that you don't have a learning mindset. Um, you know, it's, um, I, I, I've told clients this in the past. <laughs> you if, don't have if a you mind. Keep, if you keep experiencing the same things in concurrent seasons, it's time to admit you brought them with you. And there are things you've yet to unpack. You've, you've, there are things you've not yet learned. And that's why you keep getting re-enrolled in the class, the opportunity to learn the lesson so you can grow 
become a better human being um, and and learn. So that's why I would say the opposite to the performance mindset is the learning mindset. Yes, absolutely. And that when we have a learning mindset, failure is not something to be uh, feared because it will happen. We will eventually not live up to a standard or a goal we set or absolutely. whatever. So, But we won't see, if we have a learning mindset, we don't see failure as our identity. We see it, it's an event. What yeah. can I learn from this? What do I take away from this so that as I go forward in life, that's the big difference yeah, between absolutely. performance and the learning mindset. And that's true in business for sure. Um, as you know, Ben, I'm going to be, by the time this is record, uh, listened to, I've already done it, but um, speaking with about 50 uh, leaders here in our city uh, who are 40 and under uh, ah, through our yes. Chamber of Commerce, and this is something I want to help them know. Every successful leader in business that I've ever come across has developed a learning mindset versus a pure performance mindset. Yes. They know there's stuff to guys get done, but they are able to let things play out because they're going to learn from every experience that they have. Yeah. Good or yeah. bad, successful or failure. And they're going to learn. And they, if, if nothing else, they learn what doesn't work. Yes. All right. So that's our goal. And I think with a performance mindset, as you're talking about, I think this is not unique to you, Ben. This is something we all have had to face at some point in our lives. Some people encounter it earlier than others, but at some point we realize I can't maintain this. The performance mindset is a cruel taskmaster, and it will run us into the ground eventually. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you. We need to hear from you and what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear, what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at DivergentSense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.